You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, lock me in here. Thank you. <laughs> lock me in. Lock me in this hide. Throw away the key. I don't think that song goes like this at all. I don't either. I actually don't even know what song you're singing. Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amino Hassan in Miami over there in New York City is Charlotte Wilder. Please do not make anything of the fact that we're wearing the same clothes we wore yesterday. It's been a long night. Okay? <laughs> I was in Chicago. It's cold. Uh, got a great show for you today. Charlotte, if I told you that today was a good day. <gasps> yes. Did someone? That someone- means. Yes. Around and get a triple double? Yes, someone did mess around and get a triple double. Ice Cube joins the show today. He's being honored by the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame with his very own award, the Ice Cube Impact Award that they'll give out every year. We're going to talk to him all about that and more. You don't want to miss it. Also, Netflix is bringing its own quarterback-style show to the NBA. LeBron James is a producer, Peyton Manning's a producer, and Barack Obama's a producer. Barack Obama stops by to tell us all about the show, folks. You don't want to miss it. But first, this. All right, Charlotte, a lot of stuff happened in the league last night. Most of it was ugly. I'm I'm calling this Red Wedding Thursday. Yeah, because- you know, I stopped watching Game of Thrones after the Red Wedding because I was so mad that they killed off the characters I love. Spoiler alert, whatever. Time has well, run they, out. This was, this was based. They basically did that last night. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, did, you know, I don't know if there are all the characters you love, but some of the characters that you love and cherish the most are the Boston Celtics, who lost last night to Milwaukee in a game that was so lopsided that head coach Joe Mazzulla opted not to bring his starters back for the second half. Yeah, and that's something I can honestly say save the last game of the year when yeah. everything has been decided and we don't want to get people hurt. Yeah. I've never seen anyone bench the starters permanently for the second half. I've seen that's That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was going to ask you that. Have you ever seen anything like this? Because I, I have not. You have an encyclopedic basketball brain. I, I was shocked that this that's a new one happened. for me. That's a new one for me. And I, I mean, I know they were getting annihilated, mm-hmm. 
I wonder if Joe Dumars picks up the phone and says, hey, you got to at least give it the old college try in the second half, particularly for a national TV game. I think if it were a local game, you might be able to slide with that one. For a national TV game, to say, look, we're not even going to see these guys out there. You're going to wave a white flag that early. I I don't know. If I were the league, I would probably just at least make them feel the heat of an investigation, maybe not real um, consequences, but I just it just felt unnatural to just wave yes. the white flag that early. I agree, especially when you have a TNT crew where the camera goes to Ernie and Ernie's like, all right, well, this game is out of hand. Like to have to say that mm -hmm. is crazy. And also the, who's to say you can't at least close the deficit? Sure, you might not win. And something that's interesting to me about this is that in the beginning of the week, everybody was saying they sat Tatum on Monday night and mm -hmm. everybody's saying they have a brutal back-to-back -back against uh, Minnesota and Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And you would think that that would mean you might try harder, especially mm -hmm. if you've already rested one of your guys. It feels like they are taking advantage of these loopholes that I feel like you we keep finding in the language of the player participation yeah. uh, PDF, <laughs> for lack yeah. of a better word. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I don't know. I don't know if the score saves you. I, like we saw the Nets get fined for starting a bunch of guys for the first quarter and then benching them for the rest of the game. I don't see that much of a difference. Obviously, the score was extremely lopsided in Boston's case, but that ain't a, that ain't an excuse. It can't be like, well, we did it because we're getting our ass whooped. So the idea is that these people play in it, particularly as an emphasis on national TV games. All right, really quick, I want to point out Coach Darko. Uh, Ryakovich or Ryakovich, I still can't figure out which way to say it. Coach Darko, the Toronto Raptors, fined $25,000 for his insane rant after the Lakers Raptors game the other day. Charlotte, mm -hmm. 30 seconds or less. How surprised were you that it was only $25,000 when he basically insinuated, if you guys want them to win, then just let us know and we won't show up? I was surprised because he basically, when you watch that rant, the look in his eyes, he that was a look of a man. Those eyes said, I don't care if you find me millions of dollars. I'm mm -hmm. going to speak my truth. I mean, you put it best. It was Euro coach. He went off. I almost feel like it was worth more money than they're finding him for. Charlotte, you watch Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so remember they had that show Quarterbacks where they followed, like, Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes because I don't remember any, anyone else who was there. <laughs> Because Patrick Mahomes is the only important name to remember. But yeah, they, they, they had this yeah. show called Quarterbacks. They followed these quarterbacks through their daily lives. Oh, Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins, that's right. That's a lot of people remember. walked away with a newfound respect for Kirk Cousins, if I remember correctly. So, the Netflix people are creating an NBA-style docuseries, or NBA docuseries in this quarterback style, that's going to be co-produced by LeBron James Spring Hill Company. Peyton Manning's Omaha Productions, and former President Barack Obama's Higher Ground Productions. Now, Charlotte Wilder, uh, as you know, I'm a huge basketball fan. Uh, I love the Bulls. Uh, I love Michael, Scotty, Phil. Uh, so do Sasha, Michelle, Malia. We all love the Bulls because we are, uh, at heart, Chicagoans. Well, Michelle's a Chicagoan. I kind of adopted it when I moved because uh, Hawaii doesn't have a team. But anyways... Uh, Charlotte, the, the streaming service uh, is creating the docuseries and it'll have the following players from the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, by my estimation, the second greatest player of all time, after one Michael Jeffrey Jordan. 
The Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum. Uh, the Miami Heat's Jimmy Butler. The Minnesota Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards, and the Sacramento Kings, DeMontis Sabonis. Now, some folks across the aisle, they don't want that. They don't want Sabonis. They want the Aaron Fox. But I told them, hey, I want a little international flavor with this. So, Charlotte, which player are you most excited about? First of all, Barack, if I may call you Barack. It's uh, President Obama, you. young lady. First of all, President Obama Thank loved you. you in the last dance. Um I don't know. I think Jimmy Butler. I'm most excited for Jimmy Butler because I honestly think he's the only one who's actually going to give us something real here. Uh, Anthony Edwards also might, but I, I feel like Jimmy's could be a little more lighthearted. Um, I was surprised when this came out uh, that it was Spring Hill and that LeBron was going to do it. Um, I also, and I mean this as a compliment when I say I don't know how interesting Jason Tatum's uh, oh. part is going to be. No, so noted Boston Celtics superfan uh, Charlotte Wilder uh, has now announced her allegiances uh, to Miami. If I no, I'm reading this correctly. Do now this. hold on, hold on, Ms. No, Wilder. Now, Ms. Wilder, I gave you a chance to speak. Uh, you got to give me a chance to speak now. You said uh, by your own words when I asked you uh, which one of these players are you most excited to watch. You said uh, Jimmy Butler. Now, last I checked, Jimmy Butler. Plays for the Miami Heat now. So folks across the aisle, they don't want you to believe that. They want you to believe that Jimmy Butler is somehow a man of the people. He's a man of the Miami people. Meanwhile, uh, Jason Tatum, who your own head coach claims nobody talks about in the MVP conversation, he's uh, uh, on the list. Charlotte Wilder has no interest by our own, by our own accord. Make no, it make sense. No, no, with all due respect, not to cut you off, President Obama, with all due respect, I said, as, I mean this as a compliment. I think if you are good at reality TV, you are probably a little bit messy and reckless. I think if you're not good at reality TV, you're probably a very professional, um, you know, person who's not stirring up sh all the yeah, time. So Although Sha I don't think Charlotte Jimmy Butler Wilder, is that either. Here's I think a new Jimmy headline. Butler, me, I want this on the clock, Chiron. I no. think Jimmy <laughs> Butler is actually someone who will be funny on reality TV without being exceptionally messy. Um, President Obama, who are you most excited Well, for? I want the Chiron to read Charlotte Wilder, colon, Anthony Edwards is, quote, messy and unprofessional. Because no, I didn't say you, that. you cleaned it up for Jimmy Butler. You did not clean it up for Anthony Edwards. Now, from folks across the aisle are going to agree with you on that. I don't agree with it. I think he is professional, and I think he's clean, as is everybody on this list. You're putting words in my mouth. I said, that, oh, I hate this segment. I hate this segment already. Take mm. the Tyron off. No, keep it on there. I'll tell you who I'm most excited to watch. Who? All of them. Because I'm a politician, and I have to give an answer that appeals to the largest demographic of people. God bless you. President God bless Obama. America. And, and Lithuania, thing, the because the month is a bonus. Think, the, reason I, the reason I don't think this is actually going to be a terribly uh, interesting, as far as reality... Now you're insulting goes, me. I'm the producer. Uh, Charlotte, uh, I, I still have, seen I still have secret service can details. Can I talk to Amin for a second? Can no, he's gone. Hold on, let me see can if I can get him. Uh, I mean, uh, can Sasha, Michelle, Amin on the phone? Malia, can you can you call me? Hold on. I yes, really President need to talk Obama. To me. <laughs> oh, Charlotte, Charlotte's calling for you. Uh, she thinks uh, that uh, I'm being too difficult. Uh, meanwhile, she's uh, insulting my work. Uh, that doesn't sound like the Charlotte I know, President Obama. I'll talk to her. Yes, please do that because I would hate for something awful to happen.
I'm part of the Illuminati too. Wow, President Obama likes basketball Illuminati. Who knew? Charlotte, what happened? It sounds like you guys didn't get on on the wrong on the right foot. I got a real big misunderstanding. Yeah, I got a real big misunderstanding. What'd you say, President Obama? Well, I was trying to explain, and he kept taking it the wrong way. That when you know, because he's a politician. Mm -hmm. Because he's a politician, I don't think that his production company could produce the most uh, explosive reality shows. Charlotte, that's not nice. I'm sure he put no, a lot I of work into it, that. I, it is nice. It is nice. It means that there are people who are he's a he's a measured, thoughtful person and like if you want if you want you know, love is blind, you've got to be willing to get sued by people who claim you're being in prison, but it's good TV. Well, I don't know if that's good TV, but I'm excited about this project. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it very carefully. And I'm glad, you know, I for one am glad that they included an international player to give us a little bit of, of, of you know, a variety there. You know, wait, hold on. Oh, I mean, that, that's what that I said. But, but Charlotte, I have nothing to do with that. Uh, well, that's weird, President Obama and Charlotte would be so mean about it. Well, anyways, I, I'm really excited about this. And I'm also excited. I'm also excited for our next guest. We're going to talk to Ice Cube. Something really cool has happened. The Naismith Basketball Hall of Famer honoring him with the Ice Cube Impact Award for his impact in communities through the game of basketball. I can't wait to ask him all about it. It's coming up next. That's Tell right. President Obama, thank you, and I'm sorry. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shea and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy for the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make six trophies your go to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome back to Oddball. Our guest today needs no introduction. He's a groundbreaking legend, and he'll be honored with the inaugural Ice Cube Impact Award at the Naismith Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts on January 15th. That is MLK Day. Ice Cube, welcome to the show. First and foremost, obviously you've had an incredible career music, acting, uh, the big three in sports. But being part of the Basketball Hall of Fame, having an award named after you, that has to be a special kind of honor. Man, it's next level. Um, just being able to, to uh, you know, do a league like the big three, um, realizing how many people it really helps, you know, on a lot of levels, you know, especially mentally. You know, some of these guys, you know, still have the skills that they've been 
they've been honing since they was a kid. You know, now they find themselves, you know, um, maybe out the NBA. You know, they're in their 30s, um, some younger than that. And um, to have an alternative is is great, you know, just for mental health. So we've been doing a lot of cool things. And then, bam, you look up and the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame is saying, hey, you know, you've you've made an impact in the game that's positive and we want to name an award after you and uh, give it to people who are doing the same thing year after year. So it's it's great for me to be the first one, but it, it's going to be cool to keep, uh, you know, presenting well-deserving people in the future. Cube, is there anyone that comes to mind off the top of your head where you're like, oh, that person has has done work worthy of the Ice Cube Impact Award? Man, a lot of people, you know, it's, uh, you know, I look at the people around me in the league, you know, um, you know, behind the scenes, my guy, Jeff Quanton, and some partner who helped me with the big three, you know, he's, you know, he, he doesn't get a lot of the credit, but, um, you know, he's he's done, you know, just as much as me, you know, when it comes to, you know, pushing the league, promoting the league, making sure the league is uh, is done at a top notch level. You know, we work together in tandem. So, you know, um, I'm a little biased, but but of course, there's more people out there that that's well deserving and it's going to be fun uh to you know to get all the, the 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 entries and 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 kind of find the guys and 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 women that really deserve it cube you, obviously you're a huge basketball head your son O'Shea Jr is also a huge basketball head loves the Lakers what was his reaction when he found out that you were getting an, an award named after you by the Naismith Hall of Fame Blown away, you know. I've been getting, you know, a lot of uh, congratulations from, you know, my friends, family. Um, he was here when, when, you know, we thought of the idea and and you know just conceiving it and you know seeing all the drawings and mm. you know just everything it took to put this league together. Um, he's been here every step of the way, so you know everybody feel like it's a victory lap. Um, and so we're going to celebrate out there in Springfield on January 15th. You know, the whole weekend um, we're going to celebrate. And, um, you know, it's a great honor. You know, I never in a million years did I did I think I would be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> never I would get a, you know, a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and definitely never thought I would be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. I, I kind so, of I kind of feel like the first two, though, at some point in your career, either, you know, music or when you explode, you know, you, you transition into making movies, big blockbuster movies. At some point, you had to feel like I might get this at one point. The 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 Walk of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the basketball one, I could see it being a shock. But you surely you you in the middle of your prime of of your music or your prime of your movie career, you thought to yourself, they can't deny me anymore, right? Well, you never know what's going on and how that stuff worked behind the scenes. You know, I'm not a person who, you know, I've never won a Grammy or uh, or you know, music, American Music Award, none mm. of that stuff. So you don't never know. I don't do rock and roll, so definitely couldn't predict that <laughs> one. Um, and the Walk of Fame, you know, I just wasn't never 
um, you know, worried about how that worked and how you got it. And so, you know, the, to to qualify and get it, you know, it was pretty cool. So all of them has been a pleasant surprise. Um, you know, now NWA is finally getting a lifetime Grammy, a lifetime achievement mm -hmm. award. So wasn't thinking about that, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's all stuff you don't even think about, man. You know, so when it happens, you're blown away. Cube, do you have a, a favorite Hall of Fame induction speech? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be mine, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But, you know, not really. I, I don't have one that's like stick out, stand out. I think they're all special in their own way. Um, you know, it, it was cool. You know, I like Jordan's, you know, him. Yeah. a lot of people criticize him, but... He still showed his competitive spirit, you know, so it was pretty cool. Well, I mean, they'll make me cry. So, nah. <laughs> well, I, I want to that's that's you just made me think about something because Jordan's speech. One of the things that people talked about was him talking to his children and said, I know how hard it is to exist in my shadow. And so, again, you know, your son, who's an actor, an accomplished actor in his own right, but in many ways, he grew up in the shadow of his father. So how did you kind of manage that as a dad for a child who also had an entertainment career ahead of him? Well, we didn't know that. We didn't see that. So he had a ball. He didn't have no pressure. He, you know, he had, you know, a great life spending my money. It was fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was amazing. And um, I asked him to be in Straight out of Compton. I asked him would he take it serious would he audition would he do what it takes to get the part and um he stepped up and you know made a career for himself so it was like different circumstances um he wasn't like dreaming to be a part of this world mm -hmm. or nothing like that or you know kind of you know i want to make my own way um you know it was uh opportunity that he seized and he had to audition he went through more he went through more uh you know the coach's son always get it to work so right. he mm -hmm. went two years of you know learning and 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 um you know studying in la studying in new york getting better getting bit by the acting bug wanting to do it more and more and to the point where he was the best person for the part and it was five other guys ready to to take the part from him so that's that's he said he got mad when he saw when he got to the audition there was four other ice cubes there too. <laughs> what the hell y'all ain't taking this from me so he actually got an attitude with it and uh he landed the part charlotte i, I always i have a theory that there's nobody who can imitate a person like their child. So like if you Absolutely. watch if you watch Winning Time, uh the show about the Lakers, Norm Nixon's son plays Norm Nixon, Devon Nixon and he's he's an accomplished actor as well. He was in Snowfall, but he brings something to that role where you know like that's not acting. That's someone who grew up around his dad and saw his dad's mannerisms and stuff. Now Q when O'Shea was was doing stuff, did you give him any pointers or was that was a lot of that kind of the natural, I know what my dad talks, how he moves, and and kind of his facial uh, movements, and I can imitate those. You know, I just want to point out, I was I was at none of the auditions. 
or at none of the screen tests. You know, it was, it was purely Gary Gray mm. and, and the brass at Universal. So what I would tell him is um, how we felt, you know, how I felt about this person at this time, mm-hmm. how I felt about that person at this time, just my mental state. Um, but that was pretty much it. You know, of course, when we start shooting, you know, I was there on set, but it was really about, you know, uh, letting him know my mental space, not telling him how to move, how to act, mm-hmm. how to talk or none of that. It was uh, it was just what did I think of easy at this time? What did I think of Dre? You know, what was I thinking of Jerry Heller, Ren, Yella, DOC, you know, just kind of giving them the circumstances. That's invaluable for an actor to have that motivation or that that inner insight. It's so cool that you could do that. Also, I want to point out, people forget that in his Hall of Fame speech, Michael Jordan also complained about how expensive the tickets were. So <laughs> never lose that energy, Michael. <laughs> she made him a six-time champ. There you, there you go. go. A A cube. Uh, so I I can't let you go without asking you about the Lakers, man. They're five hundred. You got <laughs> questions about Darvin Ham. Is his job secure? He says Genie Bus has his back. Uh, wh- what as a li- lifelong Laker fan? What is your assessment of the season so far, and how can they get back on track? Well, you know, I mean, unfortunately, I've been on tour and haven't been able to really check them out and see you know, throughout the duration of the whole season. But it just seems like the guys that they got last year um, need to pick it up. You know, we we picked them up around the same time last year, and um, it's time to, to, to pick it up and, um, you know, play like you're trying to get, you know, a spot in the playoffs and win this thing. Um, you know, teams, you know, they – they had a terrible record last year, turned it around, and made it to the Western Conference Finals. So, you know, who knows? You know, they may think they could do the same thing this year. Um, and, you know, that's a mistake. You know, they should really uh, start honing them skills. And, you know, you still got, you know, the nu- uh, the Nuggets out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they out there, you know, ready to 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 look like to play for another championship. So, um, you know, you can't play. It's time to it's time to strap it up and get busy. We gotta make sure Darvin Ham sees that. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta send that to Coach Ham. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, great stuff from Cube. That's the first half of our conversation. If you want the second half, it'll air on Tuesday right after headlines here on Oddball. Thank you for watching Oddball. Medusa! They're going to green screen the, the snakes in there. <laughs> we do not have the budget for that. Yes, we do. We do not. Medusa! <laughs> that was so dumb that it was funny. Okay. 